if you want to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun, then let's all seek the open minds at the right time. Let's utilize the open-ended question guide to figure out how people are, what they like, what they don't like, and if we can be of service or value. This is The Playbook. The idea of what questions do we ask has changed my entire life in those three realms. And the first step of open-ended questions, the magic questions that exist is, what is my objective? I talk about being more interested than interesting because it's the best methodology to create a community, a collective consciousness of sponsors and power sponsors. And I've simplified it that I want to surround myself with people that feed me. And so people that feed me will have open minds, open hearts, and open hands that will do one of two things. They will either be able to help me or they know someone that can help me, which then allows me to help them or know someone that can help them. And these are sponsors and power sponsors. In the bigger your neighborhood of sponsors or power sponsors are, the more awareness you'll have to the frequency of your neighborhood. And frequency is a neighborhood, the same, and I see it all the time, is if you're sitting you know, at a bus stop in you know, a low affluent area, the frequency there won't provide you as much opportunities or as many touches of favor as you move up in your frequency to a different neighborhood, a gated community, luxury homes, dream homes, and then of course, you know, unbelievable estates. This is what you want to look at when we're thinking about being more interested than interesting. How can we elevate our frequency and our awareness uh, to what we're connected to and through? And the pragmatic methodology to do that, to be more interested than interesting, is to, number one, ask open-ended questions. And so I've created a guide for everyone to change their life starting today. I promise you, beyond saying thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up, the next most impactful thing you can do is to utilize the open-ended question perspective or open-ended question guide or the magic questions. Because if you're asking open-ended questions, you definitely will be more interested. You will create a bigger consciousness, a bigger neighborhood of sponsors and power sponsors, people that you can help know that people that can help them or can help you or know people that can help you. It's that simple. And then we can distinguish who can help us the most or who we can help the most in order to determine what, where to spend our time. And the first open-ended question that we wanna ask is to determine if someone has an open mind. And this is just a matter of pragmatic time that if someone has a closed mind, uh, there's just a matter of time that it takes to open it. And you can easily find, because it takes about a thousand times the time to re-engineer a closed mind than it does to engineer an open mind. So I'm very cognizant of, is this an open-minded person? And I use open-ended questions to determine if it's an open-minded person. Now, what is an open-ended question? An open-ended question is a question that allows someone to explain and to share who they are. A closed-ended question is like you see on the law shows, you know, yes or no. That's a closed-ended question. Yes or no. An open-ended question is, how are you? 
right? And that determines an, an open mind will respond uh, to that. And we want to utilize to take a temperature of someone of where they are at that time. Now, incorporated into determining if someone is open-minded or not, we have to remember that everyone is open-minded some of the time. Some of us are open-minded more of the time. Some of us are open-minded less of the time. And we want to statistically utilize our time with open-minded people. So I've incorporated a three-no rule in the open-ended question, the most primary and most important open-ended question, which is, does someone have an open mind at this time? And so I will, if I believe I can be of service or value to someone, or they could be of service or value to, to me, I will ask open-ended question of those people to determine if they have an open mind three times. And on the third time, I will go ahead and walk away. Now, approximately 50% of the time, people will just fall away forever. And I feel as if that's the greatest value that I get from this open-ended question, open-minded philosophy. Uh, but also about 50% of the time, people, it will just accelerate them to follow up with me when they do have an open mind, when the time, emotion, and value are aligned with how I could be of service or value to them or how they could be of service or value to me, or do they know someone or do I know someone uh, that can do the same? It's really that simple. And if you spend your day asking open-ended questions in person, on the phone, via email and media, traditional and social media, you will find exponentially your community, your consciousness, collective consciousness will grow with people that wanna be of service or value to you, no people that want to be of service or value to you, or you can provide service or value to them. And you also know people that can be of service or value to them. And it just exponentially aggregates and accelerates and compounds on itself. Utilizing this mindset of open-ended questions, you then will live in the world of being more interested than interesting. We all know the Dosaki sky, right? The world's most interesting man. My dream is to brand a collective of the world's most interested people, right? At one time they asked over a hundred open-ended questions just to find out how we could be of service or value or how someone could be of service or value to us. This idea of open minds who carry open hearts and open hands creates an efficiency and effectiveness to what we want in order to effectuate making more money helping more people and having more fun. So the first open-ended question that we wanna utilize in the open-ended or open-minded question is to determine where someone is right now when we engage them in figuring out how we can be of service to them or they can be of service or value to us or who they know or who we know. And so some of the mechanisms to utilize this is simply, how are you? I always tell people that I can train a salesperson to uh, elevate their neighborhood, go to a resort, sit in the lobby or the bar of the resort, and just ask as many people as they can, how are you? Where are you from? And continue to ask open-ended questions, especially as we guide them towards what we do. What are you doing today, for example, with solar? And what are your opinions of solar? Or have you utilized solar? And then after we have those open-ended questions, we then can facilitate an emotional attachment, which also will confirm the open-mindedness of what do you like about it? 
what don't you like about it? And the more we narrow the open-ended questions pertaining to or synergistic to or aligned with or supplementary to being of service or value to them or having them be of service or value to us, we could ask them, what are you doing today with Circular? What do you like about it? What don't you like it? Would it help you if? That's the ultimate transition that we're looking for in the open-ended question template or guide. And I'd be more than happy, I have an exercise to have that right there with you because as everything, it takes practice. But the format of finding open-ended, open-minded people to ask open-ended questions to determine whether you could be of service or value to them or they could be for you, or you know someone or they know someone is exponentially the most valuable thing of creating a community of value, of sponsors and power sponsors. And determining that, and the more we practice it, the better we get. We can move from more obsequious questions like, how are you today? Where are you from? To, you know, actually yeah, having fun with people and, you know, commenting on, you know, their purse or their shoes or a team logo wear that they have. You know, one of my favorite ways to determine if someone has an open uh, mind is anybody wearing sports gear. I'll always make fun of them, even if I don't know them, if they're you know, wearing a, a jersey or a hat or a t-shirt or, or something, I'll always ask, you know, especially if they're wearing a Dodger hat, I'll say, oh, did you get that on sale? And if they laugh, I know they have an open mind. I know at that time they have an open mind. You know, if they tell me to F off, I know this isn't a good time and I'll just move on to the next sponsor or power sponsor to determine how I can be of service or value or they could be of service or value to me or we know someone or they know someone that can create this community that helps each other, that elevates each other. And that's truly what I've been able to do over the last 16 years as I moved from a world of for me, a scarce world where everything was a trader negotiation and utilizing specific avatars, even closed-minded avatars, and wasting my time, emotion, and money, and value in trying to re-engineer a closed mind. Instead of simply spending the majority of my time searching for open-minded people by utilizing open-ended questions to determine would it help you if. Once I determine would it help you if, I've now confirmed whether you are a sponsor or a power sponsor, or I'm a sponsor or a power sponsor. And once I'm able to provide that service or value, then I can have the transitory statement of, do you know anyone that can help me? Now, I'm, like I said, more than happy to provide this step-by-step -step guide that you can practice and make your own with your own vernacular and your own verbiage. But in essence, we wanna find and put ourselves in a position with the most influential open-minded people, open-hearted people and open-handed people because the power and adjustment of what they can do for us, the touches of favor that they can give us from the neighborhood that they live in. And I'm not talking about just affluent neighborhood. I'm talking about frequency neighborhood. Some of the highest frequency people that I have have no use for monetary gain. The Sadhgurus of the world and the master Shahs of the world that I work with that literally allow everything to come through them and have no accumulation in their life. It's just complete transition of flow through their life of appreciation and acknowledgement but yet they still ask for more so that they can give of the universe more or align themselves with the acceleration and growth that the universe is experiencing every single moment. We wanna work within the context of the flow 
which is accelerating and growing. How do we do that? Is accelerate and grow through the connectivity, not just of the source, but be a resource to others. Be a resource to others by asking them how they could be of service or value to you or know someone or vice versa. It's that simple. But in order to effectuate it, we have to have a pragmatic methodology. And the first one is to surround ourselves statistically with the people that not only are easiest to align with, but can have the greatest impact on what we want. So we want to utilize the open-minded, open-hearted, and open-handed exploration by utilizing open-ended questions. Those simple questions of if we are specifically looking for something as an objective of how we could be of service or value. You know, for example, we just had this extraordinary gale for the Unstoppable Foundation. So I was looking for open-ended, open-minded, open-hearted, and open-handed people that wanted to learn the power of giving. And so I, I would ask people, what are you doing today? What do you like about it? What don't you? Oh, you know, I'm involved with uh, this charity or I really want to be involved in this charity. But I couldn't get to that question until I figured if they had an open-mindedness or an open mind at that time. And so many of the most generous people as I was trying to build a community or a collective consciousness of people that would support our efforts with Unstoppable, many of the most generous people were not available. They had a closed mind at that time and they weren't available. And yet other people by asking that I never would have been in contact with, but by simply asking showed up and were available at that time in order to support that cause or knew somebody that could support that cause, whatever it may be. This mindset and pragmatic heart set helps us utilize and maximize what we're here for to simply help each other. Why is it so important? Because the, the determination of probability in your life is simply by knowing, taking what we want to raise money for charity or to make more money for ourselves or to have fun, whatever it may be. If we know what we want, that possibility, once we know who we can help and who can help us, it actually becomes a probability. Why? Because it's an inspiration. We're in spirit, we're connected to each other, emotionally connected to each other. And now all we need to do is transition that into discipline, strategy, and awareness of how we could be of service or value to them, or they could be of service or value to us, or knowing someone that can do either or. It's essential to improve your statistical success because all of this, as everything, the conflict or the miscommunication that most people have is they can't reconcile it with the daily activity, with time. Notice that I always say that someone doesn't have an open mind at this time. And then I utilize the three no rule in order to effectuate if it's worth my time that they are going to be able to feed me or I'm able to feed them. In a majority of the amount of time, the 24 hours a day that you have is spent on things that bleed you because you are trying to re-engineer closed minds. Whether it be our children, our spouses, our friends, or business associates, clients, vendors, et cetera, take a step back, zoom out, and figure out how much time Reconcile time in my spending with closed minds. And what if 
I utilize the three no rules so that I'm utilizing my time with people that have open minds at that time. Not putting judgments or conditions that they're closed-minded people because all people have open minds at a certain time. And some people do have open minds more times than they do closed minds and vice versa. But it's just as valuable for you if somebody only has an open mind 10% of the time and somebody has an open mind 90% of the time. Well, the nice thing about the three no rule, right? Finding out and, and asking open-ended questions at three different times with that person is that it helps you in two ways. One, if you catch someone that has an open mind 90% of the time and you caught them in the 10% of the time, but you have the three no rules, most likely in ask number two, situation number two, event number two, or number three, you'll have an open mind that has an open heart, open hands, and you'll be able to figure out how you can be of service or value or you know someone or vice versa, how they could be of service or value to you or know someone or both. And the inverse is actually valuable of the three no with the open-ended question guide. Why? Because if someone has a closed mind 90% of the time, the complete polar opposite of the person who would be considered to be open-minded, somebody that has that 90% of the time, the three no rule actually assists you as well. Because you will be able, if somebody has a closed mind 90% of the time, either catch them on a good day and be able to take advantage of the open mind, open-hearted and open-handedness that they have in the minority of their time. Or, like I said, you won't be wasting your time in the 90%. So that three no rule is critical in evaluating how to use our time. Because the goal is to spend the majority of our time with open minds, with the objective of building sponsors and power sponsors. Those power sponsors and sponsors will be a community that allows you to exponentially achieve what you want, who you can help, who can help you, and how to get it done. Because why? The fastest way to get to where you want to be is find someone that sits in the situation that you want to be in and ask for directions. And the bigger your network of sponsors and power sponsors are, the more people that can give you directions. The more people as an aggregate, as attention and intention is not just in individual activity, meaning what I focus in on and what I do say, think, believe, and feel about what I focus in on, that's called intention, five levels of intention, create the coincidences. When we have an aggregate of sponsors and power sponsors who all focus in on the same thing, solar, and do say, think, believe, and feel in alignment, the value of solar by either helping me or helping themselves or finding someone or knowing someone and vice versa, we now accelerate through exponentiality of an aggregate of what I call a collective consciousness. The attention and intention becomes exponential, which is relative to time. It actually speeds up the coincidence because the mathematical equation of manifestation or luck is what you or your collective pays attention to plus what you or your collective has the five levels of intention with, what you do say, think, feel, and believe will create the coincidences in your life. And if you have situated yourself in the right neighborhood, the right frequency with people that have more influence, impact, 
or affluence, the touches of favor are exponential as well because of the capability of not only the individuals, but the collective consciousness. You have elevated your neighborhood of frequency, elevating others to elevate yourself, but more importantly, aggregating that higher frequency or energy in order to effectuate things happening that you want to happen faster. And when things don't happen that you want, we know that we are being promoted and protected, not punished. Utilizing open-ended questions and utilizing it initially to find open minds, open hearts, and open hands, reconciling time, knowing that everyone has an open mind sometimes, but we want to qualify the biggest and greatest potential that we have by creating a collective consciousness of sponsors and power sponsors can only be found in person, on the phone, via email, and media, traditional and social, by asking open-ended questions by being more interested than interesting. And there is a template. There is a systematic practice of being able to articulate and get good at finding open minds at the right time. And there is a template in order to effectuate practicing finding those open minds by getting good at asking open-ended questions and narrowing the open-ended questions to determine one thing. Would it help you if? Would it help you if? I can tell people three critical questions in the open-ended question template is, if you can get to a point by asking questions of would it help you if, and then do you know anyone that can help me? And then can you see any reason that you want, want to move forward? Within the context of those three transition statements or questions, we now effectuate a collective consciousness of sponsors and power sponsors that are here to help each other. Now, the only step that's left is to codify it with a memorialization so that we can access and remember, recollect, and remind, knowing that the mind is the collective, not the brain, which is the individual component or uh, utilization organ to create the collective. But if we can do these things, find open-minded people, ask open-ended questions, be more interested than interesting, and then find out how I could be of service or value to you, and do you know anyone that could help me, and then be able to say, can you see any reason you won't want to move forward? If I have a system to codify the collective, to codify the sponsors and power sponsors for each other, to what? create abundance. So I've created on top of this an overlap memorialization, an overlap agreement of all of my collective, of all of my recollect, remind, and remembrance. I've created a, a, a simple statement of fact of what we decided together of sponsorship or sponsor or power sponsorship to one another saying, hey, if I help you, you'll be able to do this for me. Or if you if I find someone that helps you, you'll be able to do this for me or vice versa. And I go ahead, whether it's an email form or a signed document, non-binding, but yet memorializing the recollective remembrance and reminding, I now create more abundance between us because I've actually pra practically and pragmatically created a system to say, what was the name of that guy who cuts hair in Manhattan that I told, oh, I know a bunch of people that would love to get their hair cut from you. And he said to me, well, if you do that, I'd be glad to do, you know, your friends or family's hair or give you a credit or get you tickets to the Yankee game or whatever it is 
that was in the capacity through the open-minded and open-ended question guide to facilitate how that barber or stylist could be a sponsor or power sponsor, mine and vice versa. But if you don't have a system to access it, then we lose the memorialization. We lose part and parcel in power of the group of sponsors and power sponsors that we've created. You've literally almost wasted your time. Because why? We are going to forget. That's it. Your mind is much greater than your brain. So we have to create a system. And I've created this overlap system that overlaps what we learn with the brain into the mind, the collective, the remembrance, the reminders and recollectives in order to effectuate the power of the mind over the power of the brain. Because the power of the brain has short-term capacity. It utilizes you know, our neural pathways and nervous system and reactions in order to facilitate hopefully efficient, effective, and statistically successful behavior to make more money, help more people, and have more fun to create this collective. But if you don't have a system to access the mind, if you don't have a system to remind, then it really dissipates, dissolves from your life, and you are actually wasting your time. Even if being more interested than interesting and finding open minds, open hearts, and open hands, and being able to utilize the open-ended question to create value of how you can be of service or value or know someone or vice versa. It wouldn't matter if you don't have the final step of memorialization. And that memorialization is creating a system to access what you have determined to be the sponsor or power sponsor between you and another and how you can create abundance from it. How can you both make money together, help more people and have more fun? And it's a non-binding document. It's just an accessibility and remembrance reminder and be collective of creating abundance. This template is essential. If you don't use the pragmatic reconciliation of time and questions, you will be wasting your activity activity you get paid for an activity you don't get paid for. You will feel as if you're living in Camus the stranger, living like a tube, food in, food out, pushing a boulder to the top of the hill every day just to have it roll down. But if you want to plateau and grow exponentially, if you want to accelerate the productivity, accessibility, and gratitude in your life, if you want to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun, then let's all seek the open minds at the right time. Let's utilize the open-ended question guide to figure out how people are, what they like, what they don't like. And if we can be of service or value, do you, would it help you if? And after that, figure out, do you know anyone that can help me? And after that, you can ask, can you see any reason we won't want to move forward with an overlap agreement so we can remind, recollect, and remember what the hell we just promised each other to help make money, help people, and have fun together. These things all can coincide to creating abundance and being happy. I want you to reconcile the pragmatic with what seems to be the inspirational, philosophical, spiritual realm that you may or may not have certain levels of faith in. But let's find the open minds at the right time and utilize them pragmatically and effectively. I promise you, it will help you not only be happy yourself, but empower others to empower others to be happy.